Good morning, everybody, and welcome to TLC Life as every Wednesday at 11 in the morning. I am Andrea Gomez, and today we're missing Orlando, but Orlando is in a special assignment, and I have the honor to co-host with a dear friend of TLC and also uh, Orlando Sanchez. You've been, you guys have been friends for many, many, many years. He is Alfred Rodriguez. He used to be his former um, programmer. Program director. Program director for the Kakukuka. You guys remember uh, Tejano music? That we're missing a lot of Tejano music. And now finally, we have a Tejano day in Texas, April 6th, starting next year. Well, welcome. Thank you so thank much. You so Muchas much. gracias por habernos acompañado hoy. Thank you for the invitation and uh, thank Orlando that uh, bought me breakfast yesterday with two beautiful young ladies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's true. We were having a big, big breakfast uh, yesterday and we were filming some uh, commercials that is Marshall. coming up in Texas Latino Conservatives. Um, but we were talking off the air because uh, I always hear Orlando say, uh, Gori, 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 but Gori. And then when, I, when you send me your bio, uh, it was say Gordi, so in Espanol, and I said, Gordi for what? That's your uh, nickname. I said, yes, Gordi. And I said, Gordi for what? I said, for Gordito. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I don't see you, Gordito. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day, growing up, uh, I was playing baseball at the Alamo Little League right here in Houston, Texas. And, uh, of course, that area has changed completely, but the, the field is still there. But there was an Alfred Rodriguez that was probably... He was 12 years old and probably about 5'9". And, of course, you know me being truly Tejano, <laughs> I was like five foot tall, you know, and chunky. So gordito, and gordito. that's where they get the gordito Oh, so from. that's why they call you gordito? Yeah, one was called flaco and, and I was called el gordo. El gordito. <laughs> el gordito. So, so what happened that you're not gordito anymore? You start like uh, dieting and exercising? <laughs> you know, when the, you know, little kids are so honest and that's why we always have to set a good example for our kids because the little kids say, are you going to have a baby? <laughs> <laughs> They thought that you were pregnant. I said, yeah, I said, I better lose some weight. That belly's getting too big. All that buffets in Las Vegas, you know, fantastic. But So the, now you've been in Las Vegas for 12 years. 12 years. I moved out of here, and uh, I moved to Las Vegas to promote the Hano music. And I haven't done it yet because I've been having so much fun. I'll be honest with you, you know. <laughs> well, I, I, I bet you that Vegas is, is a lot of fun. So, But I keep poking, absolutely. I keep poking because I get hired to come to Houston to do MC jobs, weddings, uh, any kind. And uh, I get here about, I cut it back now. Well, the pandemic cut me off completely, but uh, I used to come three or four times a year. That was my limit, you know, and uh, uh, big concerts, the big concerts, and, and had so much fun and come over here to promote Tejano music because I can't believe as big as Houston is, no Tejano music, no Tejano radio station. No Tejano radio station. So, so Tejano for, I mean, I think it's coming back, but now with the technology and the new system and the media, uh, you can hear Tejano music, but online, right? Absolutely, it's online, and uh, the problem with that, and it bugs me because uh, I'm very outspoken, you know, is mm -hmm. it's got too much buffering in it, you know, it buffers a lot, and uh, it kind of kills the momentum of Rasa, you know, we're impatient. You can talk to the camera, so that way the viewers can can see you, and uh, can just see my here, the camera is here. That's right. He told me that. You know, yeah. you know me. I, I'm looking at a well, beautiful it's, it's face. Well, it's your first time here in in the studio, so Absolutely. of course it's okay, mm -hmm. and it's live. <laughs> so you can talk to the camera and tell us. Um, you know that Tejano music it has a big contribution in the history of the Texas and the Tejano community. And you know, I am from Colombia, but I remember and I, and correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I remember in Colombia. I hear for the first time kind of that music because of Selena. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I hear about Texas and more history about Texas because Selena, because Selena, I mean, after she passed away, I mean, is that when the world started learning more about Texas, about the music and about the traditions? Well, I give her a lot of credit, you know, but we've had some fantastic artists like Ram Herrera. We've had uh, so many great artists, you know, Little Joe, all these people contribute to the Tejano music and uh, Selena which uh, was one of the first to cross over to Mexico and 
all over. I'll say because uh, her talent, of course, and uh, her charisma with people, you know, she would, there would be security guards around her. And where would you find Selena? Over there shaking hands or hugging little kids, you know, and things like that. She was so, she was a people person, you know, and that helps a lot. So tell us, you know, the contribution of uh, Tejano music in, um, in our state and why it's important to rescue this uh, music. We need to, we need a radio station. Absolutely, you know, and I'm surprised that none of the, uh, and I'll give you an example uh, Univision, all the stations they have, and no Tejano station. Well, they have one in San Antonio, but they're going backwards. They went from FM to AM. To AM, you know, yeah. it's like a, they're pushing it away. Uh, pushing it away, you know, and and it's a necessity because your Tejano. A lot of people don't know what a Tejano is, but there a lot of them are born and raised here, or like yourself that have been here from other countries, mm -hmm. and now living in Texas, you know, we're the inf informative people for the raza bilingual because we speak in both tongues, you know, English and Spanish. And that's important. I can't see, and not only that, but we have been the uh, the fastest rising Hispanics in the whole community. We There's more Tejanos than uh, Cubanos, Puerto Ricanos, and Correct. all that. And our kids, you know, first generation, second generation. I mean, it's unbelievable that they don't recognize us as bilingual, you know. Mm -hmm. As on TV now, you see black and white. They push black and white, especially during the voting times, you mm -hmm. know. Well, how about us? We were here first. Correct. It's you true. Know? It's it, true. It's the honest truth. If anybody can claim, you know, Texas, uh, California, all the southwestern or western parts are, you know, I mean, it's us. Yes. The Latinos, you know, mm -hmm. Mexicanos, and then our, the Indians were here, the Indians were here. So it's tough, and I've been fighting it for a long time to get Tejano, uh, not only our music, but Tejano's in the history books. There aren't any, you know? I know, I know. And, you know, and recently uh, Orlando with another um, representative from Texas, they passed uh, this amazing bill that is, you know, now give us a Tejano Day. I was going to give you a high five on that, girl, because yes. that's fantastic. Mm -hmm. I and thought... I thought y'all were talking about Tejano Day at the rodeo, which no. is not. You well, know? no, Tejano Day at the rodeo, we've been having that uh, uh, as a tradition in the rodeo, but yes. now it's official that it's a Tejano Day in Texas. Absolutely. And, and we, need to, we need to bring back this tradition, and we need to bring back history, and we need to bring the history of the Tejanos in, uh, in the books at schools. Absolutely. We really do. So we need more people to get involved in, in politics, you know, and, and start, you know, we're, we're humongous in numbers. If I'm not mistaken, in this past, in this census that just came out, uh -huh. we're the leaders in the Hispanic. And, yes. and I think we passed the blacks by. Of course, of course. You know, yeah, by but, far. You know, we have no representation. Well, talking about hurts. representation, um, uh, you 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 want me to call you Gordy or uh, Gordito? You can call me, just don't call me late for eating. <laughs> <laughs> don't call me late for lunch. <laughs> okay, Gordito. Well, talking about representation and talking about Tejanos and talking about Latinos uh, in office and representing our community, uh, we have two guests today, and I'm gonna introduce them. Uh, one is uh, Ben Armenta. He's a candidate for Commissioner of Texas General Land Office. Uh, and also we have Roxanne Acosta Helberg. She is for Jefferson County uh, Clerk. So welcome, Ben and Roxanne. Bienvenidos uh, Texas Latino Conservatives TLC Live today. Thank you so much for your time today. And tell us your story, why you guys want to run for office and talking about the representation, the representation that you were saying that we need more Latinos Absolutely. representing more Tejanos, exactly. that they bring us the history and make us proud because we need to always uh, preserve our roots. And that's very important. So we're going to start with Ben. Ben, uh, bienvenido. Welcome to TLC and thanks for your time. 
Oh, thank you so much. Uh, I really appreciate the opportunity to be here. Andrea and uh, Gordy, it's, it's good to meet you. Pleasure meeting you, man. I'm so proud of you, brother. Young, young, you know, and uh, uh, stepping up, stepping up to the plate, which we need. Well, well ben, look, uh, I mean, everything that you've been saying about, uh, about our values, about our history and bringing those back to the forefront here in, in Texas, it matters. You know, you absolutely. see the Democrats do everything they can to divide us and to divide the state and divide us from our, our faith and our culture and our history. And we all have a role to play and we need to step up and hold the line for Texas. So this is, this is a role I can play and, and I'm proud to serve. Uh, and uh, I'm fortunate to be able to, to share this story with uh, TLC's community today. Well, awesome. Well, tell us a little bit about your background and, and why you decide to run for office. Well, Andrea, first of all, I am not a career politician. Uh, I'm a businessman. Uh, I'm an outsider. And ultimately, wherever it is that I look, all across the state, all across every part of government, it's broken. It doesn't matter whether it's uh, our schools or our city government, state government, federal government, it's all broken. And, you know, about a year ago, I, I became frustrated. Uh, there were mandates and lockdowns and government overreach, and I was complaining a lot. And, you know, my wife looked at me from across the table and said, look, what, what are you going to do about this? And she was right. We all need to do something. What, we need to vote. We need to communicate in our neighborhoods about the values that are important to us, and we need to serve. So, you know, I'm running to fix the land office and to get it back working for Texans. Um, and I'm excited to do that. So tell us what is, uh, you know, the, the mission for this, uh, for this, um, um, position. Yeah, I find that the land office is the agency that most Texans know the least about, uh, but it is the agency that can do so much for everybody across the state of Texas. It oversees everything from uh, the Alamo to resiliency and recovery after natural disasters. It is the primary administrator of veteran services for the state of Texas, including offering low interest home loans and land loans to Texas veterans. It, it also protects and oversees 13 million acres of state land. And it commercializes those lands to generate revenue for public schools. This agency, is a profit center for the state of Texas, which means it generates revenue and needs to be run way more like a business than like a bureaucracy. It's an important agency. Uh, we should teach more about it in our schools. Uh, we should talk about it with our friends and neighbors, uh, and it should be doing more for our communities, for sure. Um, it's been any, uh, you, are you the first Latino that running for this position or, the, or we had that before? Well, the current commissioner is Commissioner Bush, uh, and he's a Latino, uh, but this is not about uh, the current commissioner. This is about the work that needs to be done to fix it. You know, one of the things I, one of the stories I share with people is about a Marine that I've met. His name's Ronnie. And when he got out of the Marine Corps, he started a construction business and it's done well. And he's decided that he wants to leave the big city and raise his kids out in the country. And so he found a, a piece of land in Belleville. And so he reached out to the land office and applied for a low interest land loan, which was excellent. But after two weeks, he didn't hear anything. And then after four weeks, he still hadn't heard anything. And he began to follow up and follow up. And it took four months for him to find out about that loan and whether or not he had been approved. We are, bogged down with bureaucracy and we are not serving our veterans. We're not serving the, the kids in our schools. I mean, we are essentially operating with Biden's policies top to bottom in our government. And you've seen what's happened in South Texas. You've seen what's happened with Representative Lujan. I mean, Hispanics are taking note. 
we know that if we vote our values, we will vote for conservatives. If we vote our values, we will get the change that we need. And so it's important that we all represent that and we take the fight to the Democrats. I'm tired of career politicians saying they're gonna defend Texas. It's time to move off of a defensive posture and go on offense and create the state that we need and that we love. And that's what I'm trying to do. Absolutely. Ben, you were, um, you were mentioned schools, and that's something that we always talk here at TLC and Texas Latino Conservatives. We are always uh, talking about the lack of education that we have right now. Um, how is being changing? I mean, uh, for 20, 30 years, it was completely different. You know, they were teaching you what they need to teach. They were teaching you about history, about geography, about civics, and not anymore. They're just like bringing these in new books and new um, um, era that is being changing and is being brainwashed our kids. And also, I was like watching one of the stories that Univision run on John Luhan, and they were interviewing people in the street that why they decide to vote for John Luhan, which is a Republican and a position that has always been a dem for the Democratic Party. And people, uh, Latinos were saying, because look at what is going on with the economy. We've been paying so much money for gas. We've been paying so much money for groceries. And we need a change. We need something different. You're exactly right. Everything the Democrats touch, they break. It doesn't matter. They, they break it all. And so we cannot go forward with Biden's policies here in Texas. It's not going to work for us. Our schools are just one example where, honestly, I think conservatives got a little complacent over the last 30 years. And the Democrats saw that we were vulnerable. And they began to indoctrinate our kids. And they've removed Judeo-Christian values out of the schools and we just sat back and now we have these issues with divisive policies in all of our schools and it's public schools it's private schools it's everywhere and so we've got to go back to returning the family and our values and our faith everywhere in society if people will when i travel across the state they'll they'll mention and talk about what happened in virginia a couple weeks ago and that's that's great, that's fantastic. But look, that's kind of like Altuve getting a leadoff double at the beginning of the game. We've got a long way to go. It's fantastic, it put us in a great position. It's certainly a leading indicator that conservative values resonate across the Latino community and with families all across this country. But we need to do something with that. We need to turn out and vote we need to put strong conservatives in these positions, school boards, city council, land office, and then we need to support them. Nothing breaks my heart as much as seeing a mom or dad who's mustered up the courage to go to their school board meeting and there's nobody in the audience supporting them. We've got to have their back. And I believe that what we're seeing with individuals like Representative Guillen, who has now become uh, a Republican, what happened with Representative Lujan in a 60% Hispanic district that had historically voted Democrat, that everybody is on board with this change. And it's gonna be Hispanic-led in Texas. The Latinos are stepping up, I believe it. Yeah, I heard that um, we've been saying that Latinos is the one that are gonna save this state, and we need to work so hard on that, but we need to educate our kids, we need to educate our parents, and we need to, we need to let our parents to take control of the education of our kids, because for many, many years, you know, parents one, are being like, 100%. put it on the, on the site. And I was thinking, Ben, I'm sorry. To no, 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 like you can't. I, can't I know you're talking. <laughs> you've been talking about the Democrats, but it goes both ways, Democrats and Republicans. And this year, I noticed that a lot of Latinos voted Republican. Yes. You know, so we Voting have to their values. Mm -hmm. And we have to educate our kids, it, not necessarily Democrats or Republicans, because I was not a Trump fan. I was at the beginning, but I liked his style. But, you know, to me, I said, well, we have to educate our kids, 
not only on, on, on Democrats and Republicans, but who's going to do the best job. Because when I go vote, I don't care if he's Republican, Democrat, mm-hmm. conservative, or what have you. I'm going to vote for the person that I think is going to do the job, you know. So I think one of the keys, especially now, majority, since we're you're, the you're, majority. You're exactly right. The majority of the minorities, you know, are the Tejano people, the bilingual people. Mm-hmm. I'm a uh, former teacher. I've been in the classroom. I know what it's like when the light bulb goes off for kids when you're teaching them the truth. And there's a wave that is infiltrating the entire country and it's here in texas too and it's a wave of lies it's a wave of misconceptions about the history of this great state and you're exactly right we need to tell the tejano story we need to tell the latino story and the contributions of our community in this state which have been plentiful you know there were 189 tejanos and texians that fought in the battle of the alamo And that's a critical story to teach our kids. And so that's one of the things that I'm going to stand behind as our next land commissioner. Absolutely. That sounds great. And we not only uh, need Latinos to run for office, but also women. And we've been been seeing women uh, empowering themselves. I love it. And I love love when women, and that's why uh, I want to bring to the screen uh, Roxanne Acosta. She's running for Jefferson County clerk, eh, a woman, Latina, mujer, Latina, empoderada. Y me encanta cuando las mujeres eh, se empoderan, cuando las mujeres alzan su voz, cuando las mujeres son líderes. I love it too. I, me encanta. I'm... Me encanta porque yo, yo soy madre, empresaria, <laughs> eh, profesional, y, y me encanta cuando las mujeres, pues nosotros somos mm-hmm. multitask, podemos hacer muchas cosas. Absolutely. Well, Roxanne, welcome to TLC. Thanks for your time. Uh, we're going to bring Ben later, but tell us your story. Well, thank you so much uh, for the invitation. Uh, my story, I was born in Raymondville, Texas. Uh, my parents were immigrants and did the right thing as soon as, you know, as quickly as they were able to, to get their documents. Uh, I'm a migrant worker. I uh, spent that time migrant working up in Minnesota, planning my future, my life. I certainly feel honored to be an American Uh, I was, you know, miles away from having a very different life. And I know what that's like because we spent a lot of time in Mexico. Uh, certainly love the traditions. Uh, but again, I'm glad to be an American. As many people, you know, we've seen all the influx of individuals coming here for the opportunities. Um, I finished school uh, with a master's degree. My husband and I own our own company. Uh, we do asset recovery all over the country and we've owned it for 20 years. Invest in real estate and have fun with that. That's my hobby. And uh, raised two children. Um, And I was, the seed was thrown my way and I have a good life and I know what politics is and how hard it can be. Uh, So I really had to ponder my purpose. But uh, like you were saying, uh, the empowerment behind uh, the Hispanics, the Latinos, we have it we have the power we have the strength we just need the right people to step up and uh, be able to fight the tough fight because it's it's an eye-opener to be on this side so roxanne tell us why you decide to run for office and uh, you are right now in Beaumont. so mm-hmm. tell us about why you decide to run for office uh what is your platform what did you want uh, to be done and to change in that position well, you know, we all know, um, again, when the, when the opportunity was presented to me, um, it just kept circling around. The more I wanted to say no, it was a yes. And I just felt the yes. And um, the election piece is really what's kicked me to it. Uh, the county clerk office handles a lot of different uh, pieces of our county, a lot of record keeping, um, uh, you know, just a lot of documents for courts. Uh, but the most uh, intriguing piece to the job is the elections. And um, with every, all the buzz all over the country and the sensitivity behind that, I, I want to have a county that's strong. I want to be able to um, make sure that our place is clean and that we're the staple for the state of Texas uh, and the nation. I'll take it there. Um, and I want to be that. I want to be the face of that. 
You know what is uh, um, got my attention, you know, being living in this country for 25 years, coming from Colombia, and mm -hmm. we always hear in our, in, in the third world countries, you know, like, you know, everybody is, is mm -hmm. eruptions and uh, the voting, you always know, people are cheating on that. And right. seeing mm -hmm. um, or hearing on the news that this is going on in this country is very sad because we're running away from especially for those situations in our countries and coming to this country thinking that you're never going to see those things happening and we've been seeing lately that for example the count you know like we're watching the results of the elections and it's two three in the morning and they don't have a final results in a in, in a country like this country uh that's <laughs> unbelievable very so, unbelievable so I think you you were mentioned about the the voting and and so I want you Roxanne elaborate a little bit more about that because you know when you come from another country Latina immigrante uh, we're used to those things over there but right. we I'm surprised that those things can happen here. You know they've been happening as I've been learning uh, and teaching myself about this whole process. Uh, these things have been happening for a while, one form or another, um, but enough's enough. We want clean elections. We're the United States of America. Uh, we're not, no offense or disregard for any other country that operates with that, with that function. Uh, we, we have a voice. We fought for our voice. People have died for, our, for the opportunity to vote. How can we disregard that opportunity, um, I, I don't understand it. I don't understand that. Yeah. Uh, so, tell us um, about your campaign. What is uh, what are you gonna start doing? You know, I mean, we are at the end of the year, but I don't know if you if you're campaigning this year or starting next year. Tell us about your campaign. How people can help you and and support you. Well, I did have my kickoff last night and I had amazing support. Um, my platform is basically efficiency. As a Hispanic, I know what it's like, you know, owning our own business, uh, earning every dollar and making sure that it's used smartly. So efficiency is a big, big part. Integrity, again, with the elections uh, is one piece. Um, but, you know, again, we deal, we handle a lot of court documents. You wanna make sure everything's clean, a lot of historical documents that I will have an opportunity to manage. Uh, and just want to take care of the things that um, our our community deserves. Uh, we deserve a good um, good environment. Um, so we have efficiency, we have integrity and diversity. I live in a community that is very, very diverse. Um, being Hispanic, Latina, I know what that's like. I know what the um, challenges can be. Um, do I know them all? Of course not. Uh, but I know them because I've experienced some. And, and neither here nor there. I'm here to represent our community um, and how I can get support and help. Uh, campaigns are expensive. Um, and then of course, getting out. Um, I had the kickoff. We, we have a lot of other functions planned for the rest of the year. Um, I should not have an opponent on the Republican ticket. I do have an opponent on the Democratic ticket, but I'm running on values. I'm running on integrity. Um, I hope they can do the same, I don't know. So pretty much on the primaries, you're going to be the only candidate. So um, so your big shot is going to be just in the general elections, no? Mm -hmm. Back in, in next November. Mm -hmm. Correct. So, so you were talking about diversity <laughs> and, uh, you know, mm -hmm. Latina women, diversity. And we've been seeing um, in South Texas, like Maida Flores. And now we're mm -hmm. seeing here in, uh, in Dallas, Monica de la Cruz, more mm -hmm. Latinas are empowering and running for office. And thus we went. So um, I'm, I'm wondering, Roxanne, what uh, be, be beyond your campaign, what are you planning to do to encourage more Latinas to run for office? Oh, I had some, uh, again, attendees last night, uh, young ladies, uh, family members and friends uh, of all sorts. Uh, I, I'm speaking to them. They're our future. These young ladies have so much potential, so many opportunities. And, you know, we come here and we like, oh, you know what, you know, we have everything at our fingertips and sometimes forget to value some of that. Um, so I'm just reemphasizing how important our names are, how important our, our ethnicity, our history. Y'all touched on that. 
there's a lot of it and we don't know it. No one knows it. I had folkloric dancers at my event last night and I had a reporter come up to me and ask me, why are they here? That's me. That's who I am. I did that. That's my representation and I'm dang proud of it. So I'm sharing that to everyone I can. We have a big uh, Hispanic Republican meeting tonight, one of the first in the area, uh, invited whoever wants to show up and claim our ethnicity, we're going to step it up and rattle things up here in Southeast Texas. That's great. And I'm going to go back to Ben and I'm going to ask him the same question. Mm -hmm. uh, ben, what uh, besides or beyond your campaign are you planning to do to encourage people and to motivate more Latinos to run for office and represent and be our voice? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, this, this has to be more than about a campaign. It has to be about a movement, really. And so mentorship is important. And then helping the groups that aspire to build the values and build momentum. Yeah, there's a great uh, Hispanic conservative of Montgomery County group that recently formed in the last year, helping them out, attending their events, encouraging others to, to join and participate and learn from other strong conservatives and Latinos across the state. It's important. It's important. One of the things that I believe the Republicans have been challenged with over the last handful of years has been candidate identification, smart, engaged, energetic individuals, and especially individuals from the Latino community. And I think we have a great opportunity in 2022 and 2024 to put some fantastic Texans on the ballot. And you're seeing it happening, and I'm proud to support that. I'm going to read some of the comments because people are being commenting about Tejano music. So that way uh, we can hear from you, Gordito. Okay. <laughs> Tejano music has always been here before Selena. You know? um, but I was, I was mentioning that because I saw like, I know it's been before, yeah. but I'm talking about my personal experience with mm -hmm. Tejano music because I, I am not from this country. I am not from Texas. Now I love Texas and I and I am a U.S. citizen, but you know that was my first time listening to those music. Um, then Houston, uh, Houston don't even have a Tejano station. That we were talking about that, mm -hmm. and then I uh, said Oscar Gonzalez is running for Harris County judge against Lina Hidalgo. He's a deputy and running as a Republican. Um, that's another, that's another story. Yeah. Um, that's... maybe you can comment about that, Ben, uh, after I finish reading the comments, my brother runs at the Hano internet radio station and she sent us a link. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, and somebody is asking who's the guest. So maybe she, um, oh, he, Ruben, Ruben Villarreal, he said, who's the guest? So maybe he started the show a little bit late. So yeah. let's refresh, um, our viewers. Who's our guest? You, Gordito. The Boogeyman. <laughs> you know, I uh, I started uh, the first Tejano 24-hour commercial station in Houston, Texas. I flipped it. I was part of the uh, the great people that decided to to make it all Tejano 24 hours. And, uh, you know, we flipped it from English to Tejano. And it was the first bilingual station, commercial 24-hour station, you know. And then a lot of people think KXTN from San Antonio was the first, but no, actually, it was Kakuguka here in Houston, Texas. We turned it to Hano a year later. San Antonio copied our sort of format and moved it from AM to FM. So we were the first, you know, Houston, Texas. Man, you need to be loud and proud because we... As a matter of fact, the guy that brought me into Kakuguka and made me program director was uh, Jay Blackburn, and he's from San Antonio. You know, I used to go back and forth to go see him all the time. But here, a San Antonio guy, Wolio, he knew Tejano music was in the future, you know. And it still is, but according to the Weddles, excuse my expression, because I don't want to say gabachos. <laughs> <laughs> los gringos, los gringos. Yeah, los gringos, you know. They uh, they pretty much control, so we need to educate ourselves so we can uh, stand up, you know. How do these stations 
like Univision, who owns a handful of stations, the majority of the stations, they don't do Tejano, but they'll do off-the-wall Mexican music. Um, uh, como de banda uh, o algo así, no? Banda. Sí. And, and that, the population is not there. But we're here. Yeah. You know, and we're the majority, the minority. What's so hard to understand? We may not buy Penafiel or whatever you call it, but we use Tide. We use uh, all the main products that they sell here. You know, we buy... My son has a $75,000 truck, you know, Chevrolet. <laughs> you know, I was driving a Mercedes there for a while myself, you know. So why do they say that we don't spend money? We buy the $150, $200 jerseys to support the Astros, to support the Texans, even the Rockets who haven't won yet, yeah. or the Texans, you know. But we go out and buy all this, but yet they say we don't spend money. I don't understand the widows, but the widows control, so they say what they want to say, you know. That's where we need the education, and I love it that all these young ladies are in politics because I've helped Judge Guzman. She's Republican, mm -hmm. and I helped Maracita, Mary Ann Perez from right here in, in uh, Houston, Carol Alvarado, all these Tejanas and Tejanos, but you know what? It's hard because Tejanos, and, and it's in all races, when you're moving up to the top, you want to see who's going to support you. You look and you're losing people left and right, left and right, because we don't want to step up, you know. It's not going to hurt you, you know. But back in the day when they said Tejano wouldn't work in Houston, Texas, there it is. We proved everybody wrong. You know, we were in top general market, and we competed with the general market. And before uh, Raul Brindis was in first place, yeah, we were in first place. And it wasn't until I got into it with the Hueritos and walked off the station, my crew, Christina Cruz, <laughs> who's working for Channel 11, by the way, and uh, Jumpin' Jess, we walked off, walked out of the studio for the rights of the Raza. We wanted more pay, you know, $5 an hour, come on, you know. I'm, I negotiated a million-dollar contract, and he offered me $15 an hour. I took the $15, you know. <laughs> <laughs> we got to quit being pendejos and uh, open our eyes. Ouch. <laughs> Bleep that out, please. <laughs> that was a, well, we're live, Gordito, así que That's no okay. Beeps. It doesn't matter. You know, no actually, beeps. pendejo or pendeja is not a bad word. Stupid. Well, let me tell you something. That word, and I'm not going to repeat it, but that word oh, in my country, it's country. nothing. But I know uh, for the Mexican people, it's, it's a big deal. So let's not repeat it. <laughs> <laughs> let's not repeat it. But... Um, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's depend on the country. Sure, I know, I know sure. in Argentina that word it, it refers to the niños, to the yeah. kids. Mm -hmm. In my country, it's like being silly, but I know exactly. for Mexicanos, it's a it's a big deal. Well, they better wake up and smell the chorizo because they're in <laughs> Texas now, you know. Because and that's another you know quick little topic. But what's the right Spanish? You know, yeah, it's not ours, Tejanos, right? Mm -hmm. But yet the Mexicanos, they say different words that mean different things. The Cubanos, the Puerto Ricanos. Correct. Colombia. Colombia. <laughs> everybody, everybody speaks different, you know, just like when they say speak English, you know, and I say, well, I'm not from England, you know, <laughs> I'm from Texas. Yeah. Born and raised, you know, I might have a little accent. <laughs> okay, well, let's hear from Ben and Roxanne about this topic. <laughs> not about the no bad word. Not about the bad word. <laughs> not about the bad word. <laughs> okay. Which part of it? <laughs> oh, uh, part of the the, the music. <laughs> oh, the mu oh my gosh, the music. I, you know, I'm from South Texas, so I grew up, you know, with uh, such a fabulous variety and just enjoying every piece of it. Um, uh, you know, we had some pretty good stations down there. Uh, in Beaumont, uh, honestly, and now you stream everything, so I get to pick and choose what I want to hear. <laughs> um, so I definitely get the perks of that. I enjoy it. Love it. Yeah, because Beaumont don't have a Tejano station, right? Do they have a Mexico station, though? I'm trying to think. I mean, you know, there's some individuals doing uh, new stuff, but I can't think of a 
actual radio. Right, right. And see, that's another thing real quick. Uh, uh, because of the Guaritos, the gringos, they think that a lot of, you know, I know I get mad at, at uh, Alexa and Siri. I tell them, play Tejano music on my phone or, or at home. And they pop up with cumbias. I said, cumbias is not Tejano music. You know, and cumbias come from Colombia, actually. There you go. See, <laughs> see, that's what I'm talking about. Uh -huh. Exactly, it's that flavor. You know, Tejanos play everything from top 40 to R&B to Tejano to conjunto to Colombian music. Mm -hmm. Great cumbias. There's Selena that'll open the doors for a lot of Hispanics. You know, because of her cumbias. So, education. Where you been? Ben, you was teaching. Come on, educate our kids. <laughs> yeah. I know you have a format too, more than likely. I think the key, uh, Ben, is um, go back to uh, the values, rescue the values, um, educate our kids, educate our community. I think that I, I always hear my, my dad, my dad always say, I'm not a millionaire, but uh, the only thing I can give you and that can make you a millionaire is education absolutely and and that's uh, I think that's the key that we need to keep working for the education of our community in general mm -hmm. we can't stop yeah uh, so we're gonna bring Ben on that that he is a former uh, teacher are you there Ben I think he's mute no Oh, maybe we lost him? Mm-hmm. Ben, are you there? If you're not there, maybe um, if you reconnect with us. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so definitely, you know, the whole thing and the whole um, idea, um, okay, he's, he's back. The whole idea is to, to bring back our values. And we always say it doesn't matter for who you vote or for, it doesn't matter what do you do in life, always follow your values. Absolutely. And values coming from home, values mm -hmm. coming from our family. And, and Andrea, can you hear me now? Yes, now, now yeah. I can yeah. hear you. Sorry about that, I was hearing everything you were saying there, but I mean, you're, you're, exactly, you're exactly right. It all starts with values. Your, your earlier comment from a, from a viewer about the county judge race in Harris County, the number one thing people can do in Harris County is to talk to their neighbors about voting for their values. Mm -hmm. They should talk about what matters most to them. If they do that, then people will naturally gravitate to voting for Republicans. I mean, that the county judge in Harris County is essentially a mouthpiece for Joe Biden and for Sylvester Turner. Everything yes. that she does is just a puppet move for them. We need a strong conservative leader running that county. And because the Democrats have control, they have redistricted all the commissioner seats. And we're going to be in for a long 10 years if we don't win some of those seats back. And if your viewers live in Nueces County or Chambers County or uh, Duval or any other county, and believes that it can't happen to them, then I pray and hope that they wake up because it can. Because, uh, you know, as uh, Orlando or others who have been in the Houston community for a very long time, or Gordy, uh, there was a time when it was Republican and it was conservative and it isn't anymore. And we all need to step up and do something about it. And, and you know what, Ben, um, I've been seeing, I'm, I'm a mother, I have twins and they're 16 years old and I come from uh, Colombia in a very conservative um, family that very strict family and I passed that along with my kids and um, but I've been seeing you know coming from the era without social media but at the same mm -hmm. time coming from media because I was mm -hmm. the main anchor of Univision uh, I've been seeing the big change and I've been seeing the transition the, the way that we used to do news before, and I'm talking about uh, I, I resigned 10 years ago. So it's not a long time ago. It's not a long, no. long time ago. It's only, it's been like at the last decade that we've been seeing a big change. At the beginning, uh, I saw it slowly, but the last mm -hmm. three, four years is like, a, 
is like a, el tren bala, you know, it's mm -hmm. like so fast that well, I've been you, seeing you, these changes, the but not for a inch. good way. Yeah, you, you give the Democrats an inch and they will take a mile. And yeah. Republicans and conservatives like to say that, you know, we're, we're kind and we are. We have very kind policies. You know, we, we value families, we value community, we value our history and the differences and how rich our country and our state is because of those differences. The Democrats don't do that, not, not one bit. And so upholding the values starts with moms and dads having conversations with their kids and providing the filter that matters most in the home. They have to do that. And we as uh, candidates and as elected officials have to have their back. We have to support them. We have to encourage it. You know, one of the things I do is, uh, especially on the weekends, when I am campaigning across the state, my kids come with me. They come with me. And uh, they're a part of the conversation. They're a part of hearing the different perspectives. They're a part of advocating for the change that we need. I met a, a great uh, inspiring gentleman the other day in a town called Mont Bellevue. His name is PJ, and he runs a conservative podcast, and he's a junior in high school. He's creating the dialogue based on what he is seeing, and he's not backing down. That's what we have to do as conservatives. What we have to do as Latinos, it's important. Yeah, um, absolutely. Your comment on that, Roxanne? You know, I think that um, we've been too nice for too long. Um, <laughs> yeah, I agree. I, I, I'm over it. I mean, I won't be ugly. Um, I'll be graceful. Uh, but we definitely need to um, let them know that we're here. Um, we've, we've allowed this to some degree. And it's time that we stop it. It's time that we say enough is enough and you're not taking our next generation. We're not going to let you at them. Um, our kids, I've met a few individuals here in town, complete left socialist Hispanics. Mm -hmm. And I'm mm -hmm. like, what are you thinking? You just came, your, your, your parents left their country. We're running away from that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, I try to remind them, I'm like, uh, who's running to, you know, Mexico? <laughs> who's Thank running you. to anywhere <laughs> else? Uh, you know, without sounding insulting, uh, but it's the truth. And, and, you know, we can speak the truth. They have no shame. They have no shame in, in speaking their truth. Uh, we have the same opportunity and it's time that we do it. Yeah, I mean, look at what happened in Latin America, Nicaragua, Venezuela, mm -hmm. uh, Ecuador, Peru. Uh, I mean, it's, it's crazy what is going on. Uh, my country is the first country in South America, and we are like in sandwich, you know, around these people. Right. And we're trying to, like, save in the country. I mean, I, we have a lot of bad things in my country, corruption and mm -hmm. everything. But we've been right. one of the strongest uh, countries in Latin America to not allow socialism. And we can fight it for, for that. But, you know, we all running away from that. And, and you were mentioned something very important, Roxanne, that some new generations, like, they don't, uh, they don't remember or they don't recall that their parents were running away from that. Yeah. But I don't know if it's, a, a, if it's their parents' responsibility to know, like, pass that along to the kids and teach them, like, look, this is our roots. And we're coming yeah. from this country and we love our country, but we're, we're, we don't like that. And mm -hmm. that's why we are here in this country, the land of opportunities, looking for a better life and looking, and, and looking for, for something that we don't, but we don't have that, looking for better life and better lifestyle, better education. And we cannot mm -hmm. allow it to bring what is going on in Latin America to this country. We cannot. And I am from Latin America where we cannot. I love this country like my own country and I'm raising my family and I'm fighting for that and I'm bringing the values that I had in my house, that I had in my family. See, Absolutely. See, Andrea, this, I, this is an important point here because you no longer just are able to point to the Latin American countries. You can point right here at home. Look at yeah. what's happening with our fuel prices. Look at what's happening with our schools. Look at what's happening 
with the supply chain. Look at what's happening top mm -hmm. to bottom. It's, it's breaking here. So we look to the other countries as an example of it's never mm -hmm. coming back. It, there is a point of no return and we don't want to reach that here in Texas. It is a fact. When you go woke, you'll go broke. And that will happen here in our state. I guarantee you. And so, you know, I'm proud to be standing up and I'm proud to be with Roxanne and others who are saying, time out, this ain't going to happen in Texas. We're going to hold the line. Amen. So uh, uh, we're going to have the, uh, <laughs> your last words, uh, both of you, each one. Uh, again, remind people uh, your name, the position that you guys are running off, and your platform, and how they can help you and where they can find you. So let's start with uh, Ben, and then we finish with Roxanne. Again, Andrea, Gordy, thank you so much for allowing me to be here. Um, it's been a great morning sharing my story thoughts and ideas with everybody. The land office is the agency that can change everything for our state, from our veteran services to restoring the truth in our history. It can help families recover faster after natural disasters, but it has to have the right leadership. It has to have an individual who will represent our values, our Latino, and our Texas values. And that's what I am going to do. So I certainly would encourage everybody to go to my website, read more about who I am at benarmenta.com. Uh, I certainly would appreciate any contributions individuals can make to the campaign. Uh, it's going to be a dogfight, but we see the light at the end of a tunnel when we attack these things as a community and we attack them together. So I'm proud to be running for this great office uh, and I'm excited to earn everybody's vote. And thank you again for allowing me to be here today. No, thank you so much for your time. And of course, uh, Texas Latino Conservatives are supporting you and we're gonna help you in your campaign next year. And we're gonna be with you guys. Thank you so much, Ben. Thank you. Okay, Roxanne. So again, I'm Roxana Costa Helberg and I'm running for the Jefferson County Clerk. Um, uh, my purpose, efficiency. I know what it's like to take a dollar, make a dollar, not take it and uh, use it smartly. I want to provide that uh, service to our county. I wanna be an example of uh, transparency, integrity and use our diversity uh, in our community to benefit our guests, I see our community as a guest. You will be a guest of mine in my office and uh, our employees will be a representative of that. We have given the government too much power. They, I'm done with that. Uh, we pay for the government and you're gonna get your money's worth for me. What I need from our group is support, encouragement, uh, the financial piece of it, of course. It's uh, again, rather pricey to run these things uh, but more importantly, just the encouragement uh, and know that we're united. Uh, we cannot fall apart. We cannot leave a gap uh, unhandled. Uh, if we do that, we're just leaving uh, a tax space. Um, I'm operating my campaign as a lioness, and I've surrounded myself with that and many lions. And I have an amazing team that I'm extremely grateful for and thrilled to have you uh, at my back and supporting me, lifting me up because... We're, we're up for a fight. And, and as long as I've got everybody behind me, I'm going to keep on going. All right, Roxanne. Well, thank you so much. Congratulations to both of y'all. Both know. of them. Thank Fantastic. You, you know, and don't thank forget, you. don't put your head down. You keep eye, mm -hmm. the eye contact with everybody. And, and uh, hey, they'll jump back. <laughs> Believe me. <laughs> and good luck. We'll and take them back. A, a lot to do. <laughs> yeah. We'll take Gracias, back. Ben. Gracias, Roxanne. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Thank you all. Gracias. Thank you. Thank y'all. Pleasure meeting y'all. Well, we uh, we have more comments. Let's see what people are saying. Um, so, you know Ruben Villarreal? You know him? Mm -hmm. No? Mm -hmm. Oh, you, okay. That's why he's been commenting. He's been commenting <laughs> a lot. Yes, uh, you're right. We need to... We need to be nasty, he said. <laughs> yeah, you got to, you know, I, I'm not afraid of anything because I don't know anybody anything. You know, it doesn't matter to me what color, what race or anything like that. You know, 
I work my way up. I've opened a lot of doors for the Raza, for the Hispanics, for the Tejanos, you know. And uh, I'm loud and proud of it, you know. And, and the reason is I've turned down excellent jobs, excellent jobs in the media. Mm-hmm. Because I wasn't, I didn't like their style. I didn't like their their actions. I didn't like their, you know, they can't think for me. Because I'm Tejano, born and raised in the United States. Real quick story, I was gambling. I was speaking to my friend on the phone, Spanish. And the guarito says, go back to your country. No, he said, go back where you came from. In the, in the, that was in, in Vegas? The, in the casino. Okay. He said, go back where you came from. I said, uh, Houston, Texas? Now nah, I love it here. I said, you go back where you came from, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, where do you want me to go? Mexico? I'm not born in Mexico. I'm born in Houston, Texas, uh-huh. you know. So, I, you That, know, you we know, need to stand up, raza. No podemos quedarnos callados. Exactly. You know, if you're not registered to vote, register and vote, you know. And uh, look at both sides. Do your research. You know, that's another thing. In the music business, homework, yes. the Weddles or whoever runs all the radio stations or owns most of them, if they calculate, they know that we spend a lot of money. So they can't, they got to quit putting us behind. And we need to stand up, you know, because we purchase everything that Weddles, you know, hey, I eat it. Claro. All these steaks, I'm so sick of steaks. My friends, if you're listening or watching, I'm not eating no steaks here. I went by Rakova. I'm going to eat in the hood. <laughs> <laughs> well, we ate yesterday. I know. Fantastic. That was amazing food. Homemade tortillas. Homemade tortillas. You know, I mean, I ate so much that I couldn't eat the rest of the day. Man, I was hey, like, pues no me dejaron nada. Nada. I ya, was looking for tortillas. Ya me iban a decir gordita a mí también. <laughs> Ya me iban a decir gordita saliendo de ahí. By the way, you've been one of my fans for the longest, you know. I remembered you. But you, you remember know what? me back yes, in my time? Back in your days, you know, because I was at Caco Cucan. Before yeah, that, I did all kinds of radio, you know. We we crossed paths, you know, and all I could do was look. So if you passed by me one day and you went home hurting, that was because te hice ojo, you know. <laughs> Wow, imagine, who's gonna, who will imagine that we're going to be co-hosting a show? I know, that's, you know? things happen for a reason, yeah. I'm a firm believer, you know, yeah, and I mean, always keep your faith out there, Raza, always keep your faith, you know. Well, Gordito, gracias. A pleasure. Muchas gracias por habernos acompañado el día My de hoy. Pleasure. <laughs> It was so much fun to have you here. And when are you coming back to Vegas? I'll go back probably in a couple of weeks. Oh, so you're going to stay here for uh, Thanksgiving? Uh, for Thanksgiving, yeah. And uh, Christmas and well, New Year I, over there? Yeah, I'm going to be over there on Christmas. I mm -hmm. love the weather over there. The And the, and the casinos and the hotels. They oh, my God. decorated beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of fun at the end of the year. In it is, even though uh, every, all the prices are up, but all the prices are up here, too. So I yeah. guess it's pretty much the same difference, Everywhere. you know. Okay, well, thank you so much. And I want to invite you guys to go to our webpage, texaslatinoconservatives.com, texaslatinoconservatives.com. Please become a member, uh, make your contribution. Also, you can visit us at leadershiplatino.com that we have these classes that we teach you how to run for office. We just have recently one in November uh, 6th that it was in San Antonio. We had uh, one before in the Rio Grande Valley, and we're planning to have one in January, at the end of January. So um, we're going to keep you posted on the, on the specific date. We don't know yet exactly the date, but it's going to be at the end of uh, January. It's going to be in El Paso. So please join us. We always have, look, we always have like 34, 50 people joining wow. us. You know, we started with a small group and now we're being growing a lot. And, and uh, Mayra Flores is one of our former students. And now look, at she's running for wow, office. Fantastic. Yeah. So we have a really, really good students that now are running for office. They've been learning a lot. <laughs> They've been teaching us also a lot, you know, because it's a, it's a, it's a two ways. We're Absolutely. teaching them and they're now 
teaching us teaching and us. they are putting yeah. in a practice everything that they've been learning with the Texas Latino Conservatives through our program and Leadership Latino. <laughs> Así que bueno, gordito, muchas gracias. Thank you so much and uh, saludos to all raza, all the Tejano artists out there, you know, regardless conjunto. ¿A dónde te pueden encontrar? Where can people find you? You can reach me in Las Vegas. I live right there <laughs> four minutes from the strip. <laughs> You can reach me at uh, Gordy777 at Hotmail. I still have a Hotmail account. And I have a Gmail, but I hate Gmail. But oh. anyway. <laughs> Man, I've been hacked so many times. But anyway, uh, Gordy777 at Hotmail. Okay. Hot, hot boy. There you go. Hot boy. <laughs> All right. Well, gracias a todos ustedes. Nos vemos el próximo miércoles. Ah, no, 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 no. Wait. Próximo miércoles is the day before of Thanksgiving. So the Wednesday, next Wednesday is the day before of Thanksgiving. So we're going to rerun one of our shows. We're not going to be uh, well, live at work. the studio. Why are you scared to work? Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, because we're going to have a time with family and, uh, you yeah, know, it's, no, a, that's good. it's, that's a, good. it's, it's always good to be with family. I have people coming from, I have my nieces coming to visit me. So next Wednesday, we're going to rerun one of our shows. And then we're going to go back the following week live here at the studio with Orlando Sanchez and Texas Latino Conservatives and TLC Live. Thank you, Orlando. Chao, chao. Y gracias a todos. Stay blessed.